This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Eric, thanks for coming on the show today. Nice to talk to you, Josh. Always a pleasure, buddy. Doing doing well, and we hope you're doing well. I'm joined by Riz here and uh, Ian Hest. We have a question. We are just talking about fantasy football. If you had a friend, say, you grew up with, play fantasy basketball and he was just a marginal player you starting him on your team huh <laughs> are you starting a guy well do you ever play fantasy sports yeah yeah i'm in two fantasy football leagues if you were a fan- in both let's so say I'm you struggling right now let's say you had jay ajayi he was your best friend growing up would you have started him this week because he said his father started him but some of his best friends did not uh, no, uh, you know, it depends who else you have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It depends who else you have in your backfield. I, I, that's the only way I can answer that question. you got to defend your friends, E. Reed. Come on, man. <laughs> no, brother, now when you're trying to win fantasy football games. Thank you. Serious Thank business. you. E. Reed takes it serious. Uh, so as we're getting closer, a week from tomorrow is is uh, the opening day for the Heat. They play in Orlando. How have you seen thus far in the, in the preseason games the starting lineup? Are we starting to see a, a, a possible starting lineup starting to gel here? I don't think so, Josh. I'm not sure we could get to that yet. Um, you know, obviously, you know, the vacancies are at, at two, or the opportunities, I should say, are at the off guard and the power forward position. Uh, we've seen a bunch of different starters at both. Uh, you know, we've three different guys have started at power forward. Derek Williams, is, I think tonight might be his third straight start. But uh, Luke Babbitt started early, and, and uh, James Johnson started a game as well. Uh, at two guard, we've seen Tyler Johnson, we've seen Wayne Ellington, and we've seen Dion Waiters, and the guy whose job it might be a month from now hasn't even participated yet in the preseason in Josh Richardson. So Eric Spolzer and his staff, obviously, along with the other 29 teams, a lot of work to do in October. You're putting together a new team. They're playing, you know, differently offensively. You know, right now they're averaging 106 points a game. They're one of 10 teams in the league uh, averaging more than 10 made threes a game. So it's a faster-paced offense. The spacing's been good. And I think the one thing that, that I've been able to draw so far halfway through this, this preseason month is there's a bond and a chemistry that's probably ahead of schedule with this team. And I think the players deserve a lot of credit for that because with 10 new faces – you, have, you know, it's very important that about 15 guys that, you know, consistently were showing up in the gym here at American Airlines Arena through the, since the month of August. So they've gotten to know each other. There's a connection between them, and there's an unselfishness and a competitiveness that I think has been encouraging to those of us that are, that are watching closely. Hey, Reed, is, is Richardson just going to slide into this role? And, and let's say whether he does or he doesn't, how does – the, the minute split between him, TJ, Waiters, Ellington, et cetera? That's a great question, and, and, a, and it'll evolve. Guys will get injured you know, through the season, but you've got five guards there that, that I think all deserve playing time. It's going to be, you know, that, I guess that's what you want, a, a competitive scramble for minutes. But, you know, Eric Spolster's job is going to be to find uh, minutes for all of them and play the guys that are playing well on, on each given night. But you've got Dragic uh, and Josh Richardson. Um, you know, if, if if Josh were healthy, 
the, he'd probably have the best shot at winning that job. Maybe he will when he comes back. In the meantime, you've also got Dion Waiters, Tyler Johnson, and, and Wayne Ellington behind those first two. So those are five guards uh, that would all like to play. I think all five of those guys can help you. And um, I, I, the depth and versatility that this group has, I think we'll see a lot of small lineups uh, taking advantage of the many skilled perimeter players that the Heat has. But that's what October's all about for Coach Spolstra to, to see his options, see who fits best uh, with what pieces around them, and, and put your best team forward starting next Wednesday. Hey, Eric, uh, you just talked about Spolstra kind of putting all the moving pieces together. Do you feel like this will be one of his toughest coaching jobs since taking over Miami Heat? Uh, well, it's, it's hard to quantify that. I mean, it's pre- you know, as crazy as this may sound, it wasn't easy coaching – you know, a team that anything short of winning a championship uh, was, you know, was unacceptable. So that's not easy either. I don't think there are any easy coaching jobs. Uh, they're all difficult. But this is challenging because there's, you know, on a fifth, on a 15-man roster, there's 10 new faces. And uh, it's a lot to put together, you know, even with a, an eight-game preseason. So it's challenging, but Eric Spolstra and his staff are up to a challenge like this. And um, these players are connected to their coaches. Uh, it, it's, a, it's an incredible sight. It doesn't happen everywhere in the NBA. You, you've got a winning championship kind of environment here in Miami where players routinely, you know, not only show up on time to practice, but I bet you there's 10 guys a day showing up early and then staying late. That is not your typical NBA practice environment, yet it's been very typical of what we've seen here over the last month or so. He TV play-by-play voice Eric Reed joins us here on 790 The Ticket. How deep will Eric Reed, Eric Reed, Eric Spolster go in this bench? Nine deep, ten deep? How, how deep do you think he'll go, you know, on a usual game? Can't say yet. Uh, you know, it, it's hard to say. I don't want to just throw out a number and guess. Uh, um you know, and the pre- preseason is definitely no indication of it. But I, I would guess he's going to play between eight to ten guys and, until it gets firmly established. But, listen, here's an example. The power forward spot. You know, there may not be one guy for that position. I mean, I think you're going to see four different players get minutes there. And all of them are different. They all Each one of the four brings something else to the table. And depending on the matchup or, or on who's playing well that night, but Babbitt, he's the best perimeter shooter on the team, not only in the front court. Um, you know, he's a, a weapon and great for spacing. And this is a guy that's got, you know, what every player wants, the, the ultimate green light to, to shoot whenever he catches it from downtown. Um, I think he and Wayne Ellington have really improved the perimeter shooting on the team. But, you know, you got Babbitt, you got Derek Williams, who I think is probably the most versatile of those power forward candidates, and James Johnson, who's probably, you know, uh, the most physical and, and maybe the, the best defender of that group. And you're going to also see Justice Winslow play some four. So uh, I don't know if you're going to get that one guy, and that's to, to, to man that position and play 35, 40 minutes a game. And, um, you know, that's why some nights the rotation may be deeper, and, it, you know, it could be rotating guys, and that will evolve as, as the season progresses. You mentioned Babbitt having a green light. How much should he or Waiters or, let's say, Ellington, how much should those guys have a green light? If they're shooting more, is that a good thing, or is that something that Spo might want to move away from? It depends if they're going in or not. <laughs> you know. But I'll tell you, it's been interesting. The last three games, this is just a preseason. I mean, when it, when it starts for real, 
it's going to look and feel different. How, how so? I, I can't say, but it will be different than, than the preseason, certainly. Right. But over the last three games, I mean, for the preseason, they're averaging 27 attempted threes a night. They've been over 33 games in a row. Uh, they're routinely getting double figures from downtown. And it's an offense, you know, last, you know even during the, 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 the big three era, there were a, a number of years in a row now that Heat's been last in the league in field goal attempts. I don't think we're going to see that this year. It seems like a faster-paced, more spread, very unselfish, uh, ball-moving team. So uh, we'll see how it manifests. But I think there's a chance that the offense could be better. And you hope the defense is is as good, and uh, certainly the the attention they pay to it, uh, the defense is going to be better than most. Eric, I wanted to ask you one about how this preseason has shaken out. Of course, the the Heat will end their preseason this Friday with a back to back Charlotte at Charlotte, and then at home against Philadelphia. It'll be the second back to back that they'll have in as many weeks. Would you have scheduled it that way with back to backs in the preseason? Can that be a benefit or a hindrance? I don't think it's really much of either. I mean, you know, the last back-to-back we had was San Antonio on Friday, and it was a late night. We probably didn't get to the hotel till three thirty-four in the morning to bed uh, in Louisville for the game the next night against Minnesota. But guys that needed rest got it. I mean, it's the preseason. You got 18 guys available to you on a given night. So um, I don't think it's that big a deal, to be honest with you. You know, if you're asking me as a broadcaster, would I schedule back-to-backs? No, man. I, I like more time to prepare and relax in that. But back-to-back, a part of life in the NBA, but fortunately uh, a diminishing part of life. There's not as many of them as there used to be. Second half of back-to-back on the plane, are you getting sleep or you're preparing for that second broadcast? Depends how much work I got done during the day for that for that next night. <laughs> hey, Eric, thanks for taking the time to come on with us. We appreciate it. Enjoy it, guys. Right. Enjoy the season with us. And, Josh, I know you're enjoying that baseball, man. Absolutely. Hope they win tonight. All right. Good luck, guys. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.